Hello, and welcome to The Light Side, Balancing the Force with Jim. Today I just want to talk a little bit about some of my favorite novels. I have some more in there, there's so many. I Really, when it comes to Star Wars canon novels, I listen to almost all of them. Between the library and my Audible account, I got it covered. Uh, but some of the novels that I really would enjoy are real tiny. So they're not worth putting a credit on Audible or paying for it. So I have a library account. You have to do wait for them sometimes. But, you know, that's a really good way. It's free. And you can, you know, get on a waiting list and get the book and listen to it. And it's, it, it's a really good way to do it. Um, some of the positives about the Audible books, the Audible novels. One is you get like sound effects in the voice actor. And the voice actors do a really good job. There's, I should have a list of them, but I, I'm not well, I'm blanking on a lot of their names right now. But they can do the voices in a way where you can really feel the difference in each character. And some, some halfway through the novel, you don't you just hear him talking and you know which character he is without it without even, you know, perspective of what's going on. And they do they have a way of without sounding like an idiot or sexist, they have a way of somehow making their voice feminine when it comes to a female character without sounding disrespectful or, you know, corny. So it's really, really fun. Someone like me who has a lot of neck and back pain, uh, reading a novel, you know, just reading, it's, it, it weighs on me. It hurts my neck and I, I can't, I can't do it anymore, really. So, you know, that's why I switched to listening to them. And I think it was a great move. I love it. Sometimes you get sound effects. Sometimes you get, you know, just, you know, great voice actors. The one thing about listening to audiobooks is that when you get a really good audio reader, you know, performer, and then you switch to a new book and it's a different guy, he might even be really good or she might even be really good, but it takes your mind a while to be like, I'm okay with this. Sometimes I've caught, I've noticed myself having to listen to the book for a little while before I sink into it and don't even realize that there's a different person talking. But I do, I do notice switching from one performer to another, your mind just kind of, it takes a little while, for, at least for me, to, you know, really accept it. But anyways, that's a great way to do it. I love it. And thankfully for that, I've been able to listen and keep up on pretty much all the Star Wars canon novels and a good amount of the non-canon ones. But I'm not going to go into those right now just because there's... A lot of people out there that really love the extended universe that uh, what they used to call um, or what it is called now, um, and it's, there's great stuff out there. And there's a lot of people that really have a problem with some of it. And it's one of those things where you know there might be a book like I believe uh, Darth Bane is not a canon novel. But you won't find many people who who don't think that's a great novel and don't think that, you know, if they ever did Darth Bane, 
that that that's how they'd want it done because it's a really really awesome book but it's not canon as far as i know uh i'm pretty sure but then there's other books where they get deep into stuff that you know maybe is interesting but i personally am kind of glad it's not canon you know so we are going to talk about the extended universe at least I'm not going to get into that right now. Sean likes some of that stuff, and I do too, so we might get into it down the road. So today, I'm just going to do a quick little list of a few of my favorite books. This is not all of my favorite books, um, but it is a few of them. And I'll start with, I'm not going to give you spoilers, I'm not going to go into too much. But I'll start with Tarkin. It's, uh, you know, Grand Moff Tarkin from... A New Hope or Star Wars. He, uh, this book is, it was published November 2014, I think. I might have wrote that down wrong. But James Lucino is a great author. And it's about Tarkin. It's really about him, kind of how he is now, what he's going through, along with flashing back the whole time, talking about how he got where he is. And it really does a great job. It really explains like, oh man, you know, cause if you, if you like star Wars and you know, Tarkin, you got the feeling that he's just this cold, merciless, but not evil. Just kind of like, you know, it doesn't, he's not good by any means, but he doesn't, he's not like some maniac out running around just wanting to torture people. Like, I don't think he gets any pleasure from torturing someone. But he also doesn't shed a tear if he has to. You know, he's that kind of cold, professional, you know, bad guy. So it's a great novel. Does I just, I've read that one. And I, I tend to only read a book a couple times or listen to a book a couple times. Maybe two, three times if it's if I like it, but it's not one of my favorite. But Tarkin is one of my favorites, so it probably it's probably about second or third on the list of books that I've read the most and um, or listened to the most. But it's really good. Uh, the next one on my list it's it's also awesome. It's Lords of the Sith, and it's uh, from June 2015, and it's Paul S. Kemp. And this book, Lords of the Sith, is about Vader and uh, the Emperor end up kind of in hot water together. They've got to fight to survive. And you're never quite sure if with the Emperor, you're never quite sure with the Emperor if what's happening, you know, is, is he in peril or is this all his scheme to get to, you know, see how things go? Or both, who knows? I don't know. But, you know, like there's a lot of people that say, you know, a lot of people really feel strongly that the Emperor was toying with Mace Windu. He was only trying to get Anakin to cut down Mace Windu to help him push to the dark side. I don't know if I believe that. You know, I like to think Mace Windu was a was a, a bad mama jama or whatever. I like to think he was def could defend himself, but so you. But the Emperor, nevertheless, is always like you know. He's always like a chess player. He's always thinking all these steps ahead. He's always manipulating everything. And he's always got plans in motion. So maybe it was a test of Vader, or maybe they were both really in this 
hot water and and the story is just about uh um I think it's Chaz Sandula. If you guys know Hera Sandula from Rebels, uh, I think it's her dad and the kind of founding rebellion, of, you know, just kind of a new rebellion thing. Uh, and and Vader and the Emperor, and it's it's a fun adventure, and it's just it is an incredible book. You will enjoy it if you like Star Wars. I don't know how. If you like Star Wars, if you like Vader, I don't know how you wouldn't enjoy it. It's really good. Um, but my next book on my list is, is Lost Stars. Lost Stars, and it's by Claudia Gray, who is my favorite Star Wars author. Um, it's close. It's close with a couple, but she's just she's incredible. Uh, Lost Stars. It was from September 2015, and it has all these fun, classic, uh, you know, situations and, and scenarios where you're looking at, a, there's on this planet, <clears throat> there's a young woman or a young girl, a little girl, a little boy, and they're from different sides of the track, and both... Both of their communities are at odds. Uh, the Empire comes into the picture, uh, you know, and it tells a little different story like how the Empire, you know, the Empire is not seen as the big bad evil in a lot of places, at least not initially, you know, where initially in some of these places are that were not really in the Republic or in the core. So they think, ah, oh, this is going to be great. And then, you know, the Empire does what the Empire does. But these two, uh, basically their path intertwine at the, at the uh, like at the age of six or seven or something. And they stay that way throughout the novel. And it's just, it's really great. There's just, um, it's the least like any other Star Wars book that I've read. Because it, it I mean, it's, it's it feels like a Romeo and Juliet or kind of some other kind of love story that just so happens to take place in the Star Wars universe. But it, it is great. I love it. it I've, I've listened to this one also quite a few times. Um, the next book I'm going to go to is going to be Ahsoka, and that's by E.K. Johnston. That was made October of 2016. And Ahsoka, for most of you probably know, Ahsoka was a Jedi that left the order right before Order 66. So uh, her fate wasn't the same as a lot of those Jedi. But nonetheless, the Empire was well aware of Ahsoka, so she became hunted like all the other Jedi that survived Order 66. So the book is really just a story of her trying to do that classic kind of after 66 Jedi thing where like the new game that just came out, um, Jedi Fallen Order, where you have a, a Jedi who has to balance hiding to stay alive and to try to keep the idea of the Jedi alive versus helping people when there's so much misery and suffering around. And, you know, they can just run out and be super Jedi, but then they're not going to live very long. So it's a tough, it's a tough battle. 
and it just kind of takes you through Ahsoka's journey of trying to survive the Empire and walk that line between, you know, not being discovered but and being just being a positive influence in the galaxy. Uh, the next book we're going to talk about real quickly is Phasma, and this is by Delilah S. Dawson, September 2017. This book is great, and it is also one of the other ones that's kind of, excuse me, it's kind of the least like Star Wars. It was, it was, uh, it's kind of like it's been, I've heard it described as kind of, um, uh, like, uh, anyways, I've heard, I've heard it described a few different ways, but you know, it's like the Mad Max, that kind of apocalypse has happened on their planet. So it goes through how Phasma survived and dealt in that environment, how she kind of became the complete powerful warrior that she is. So unfortunately, we don't really see that in the movies, but in the books, in the book, we find out what we kind of wished her to be, which is just a ruthless, cunning, very powerful warrior. Someone who just who who you're not going to take down one on one. I mean, just like the rare, rare individual has a chance to defeat this person in combat because that's just been their her entire life. And surviving for her has honed her into the complete weapon. So, yeah, it's a fun book. I really like it. It's got some interesting stuff, but it feels like, you know, a Mad Max or something like that. It feels like, you know, post-apocalypse sci-fi. And then there's a, but there's some other, there's some Star Wars too. I mean, there's actually, the way it's told is interesting. So you get a perspective from, uh, some uh, some characters that do fit the actual Star Wars mold and stuff, so it's it's great. I dig it. I like it a lot. It was real good. Um, second to last is going to be the Thrawn trilogy, Thrawn 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 alliances and Thrawn treason. Now, Thrawn the Thrawn books are Star Wars Sherlock Holmes. That's all there is to it. There's Thrawn and there's. Uh, Commander Eli, oh gosh, why can't I think of his name right now? But anyways, the two of them, they are, he's the Dr. Watson or, well, he's really, or you could say he's really, um, Eli's more of a, um, his apprentice. And it's, it starts out at the very beginning of the th series and it puts him in a situation where Thrawn's not sure if Eli Vontro is an enemy or if he's just a, you know, or he could be an asset or an ally. And over the series of the books, it, it they they kind of become that Holmes and Watson team. And it, it's, it's really fun. I personally love Sherlock Holmes. So having a Star Wars Sherlock Holmes is was wonderful for me. I loved it. There is, I've heard this complaint and I think it's legitimate that the Thrawn in our book series, which I love, there's a disconnect between the, him and the Thrawn in the Rebels series. Because Thrawn is in the Rebels series and in the Rebels series, 
it, it he just appears as this maniac or not maniac, but he's still smart and cunning and all that. But he's but he's evil. I mean, he's really evil. And in the books, they portray his whole thing as he's not evil. Actually, he doesn't get portrayed as evil at all in the books. He gets portrayed as he's calculating and doing what he thinks he has to do because he's trying to work with the Empire to stave off a greater evil that even greater than the Empire. And so he, he's not, uh, in the books, he's a very likable, he's a good guy. And he's just doing what he's doing for in his mind for the galaxy through the empire but he he's not uh he's not really on the their team really he's not that he doesn't agree with most of what they're doing but in the rebel series it feels like yep he's right there and he's he's wanting to get him and he's doesn't have any you know he just doesn't feel like the same character but that's a small thing if if you like books sometimes you you know you just have to realize books don't always sound they don't always come across the way the like a movie or a series does, even even if they're connected or whatever, and they have a little different feel. Okay, and we're getting into this one a while. I didn't mean to take so long, but the last but not least is my absolute favorite all-time, not just Star Wars book, my all-time favorite book period. It is Star Wars. It's Battlefront Twilight Company by Alexander Freed. And Alexander Freed might be my favorite author with Claudia Gray. Between the two of them, it's tight. Star Wars Battlefront Twilight Company. It was November of 2015, and it is awesome. I It's also, like, very under-recognized and under-read. I think a lot of people saw the name and thought it was just some weird thing about a video game because it's, it's in kind of in conjunction with the... Conjunction with the with the Battlefront game, but I don't play that game, and it has nothing to do with, or if it does, I, I didn't notice it, but um, they, this book, I, I do a review or something on it, but if you like a military band of brothers, Saving Private Ryan, you know, kind of longest day, something, you like that kind of feel, of a, it, it is just, that's this is the book, this is it. I mean, there's a team, and the Twilight Company's 61st Mobile Infantry, and they are the the bomb. You know, they're the ones that the rebellion sends into the worst situations, and they they come out, and that's what they do. They survive. That's their motto. What Twilight Company always survives. There's this like they have this captain who's a, a philosopher, and he's just incredible. They have a uh, uh, a sergeant who doesn't give a crud about philosophy, but he's there to take care of his crew, and he's no nonsense, and he's tough as nails. They've got a um, a ex bounty hunter who joined the team, who's who's just bigger badass than probably anybody in there. They've got a uh, they've got a um, oh well, I'll get the, I'll get to that. They have they just have a they have a super goody two-shoes guy who's a big powerful guy but he's just fighting for truth and justice and they've got guy there's a there's a couple there's twitch and there's uh there's other characters that are just like you know they're there to fight and take out the empire but they don't believe in any ideals or anything like that so it's fun and it takes you through the book 
winds through the Star Wars original movies. It winds through A New Hope. It winds through uh, Empire Strikes Back. I'm not sure if it gets into Jedi, but so it is. It's just incredible. There's a scene. Now I'm not going to go spoilers on you, but there's parts of it that you will that. I will say this as a hint to it. The scene in Rogue One, which actually Alexander Freed wrote the Rogue One novel too, not the movie, but it's a scene in Rogue One involving well, someone that they that it feels like they stole from this book. It was such a good scene. It was so great. Um, so if if you have to read, if you want to read a book or listen to a book, I recommend all these. Uh, they're all great. And there's more that are great, and I'm going to try to get into these, um, get into these one by one, and do reviews and stuff for them as it goes. And all these, most all these books that I've talked about, they're not brand new. So if I did give a little spoiler or anything, it wasn't anything major. Um, so it shouldn't have hurt anything. But that's what that's what we're going to do today. I gave you that information. I got to get out of here because I I kept your ears on fire for 20 some minutes now. So with that, I would like to say, I hope you find the balance in life.